Boom. Hello and welcome to the Protector Nation podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to making the world a better place, making the world a safer place by making good people dangerous. In this podcast, we're going to study and understand what it takes to protect, to protect your family, to protect your loved ones, because we all know that you have a few basic needs, food, water, and shelter, but you also have the need to protect those things in a world and society where evil runs rampant and is sometimes left unchecked. Learning how to protect yourselves and your loved ones is becoming more and more important. And so we strive to raise the level of accountability to those who would do evil on this planet by making sure that the sheep, that the flock, is more well-versed in protecting themselves and their loved ones. If that sounds interesting to you, then sit back and enjoy the show. Out. Yo, what's up? What's up, you guys? <sighs> I am working a client, and I am just um, doing some driving. Almost. <laughs> Anyways, gonna be doing some driving for quite a bit, and so for this episode, I'm just gonna freestyle a little something for you guys. Um, just kind of share some thoughts with you. And um, hopefully it turns out to be something you guys like. Uh, there's just so much going on, you know. There's so much going on in this world. And um, I think this would be a good time for me to just kind of let you know, I don't know how, my thoughts on it and, and the direction I'm taking things, you know. The Protector Symposium 2.0 uh, Global Summit was amazing. Look at that, just got reception back. 475 attendees over a weekend, okay? Uh, most of the people, it took them almost a week to get through the content for the three days. Almost a week, man. That That is amazing. Um, so I think we've identified a new way to get information out to the public, high quality information out to the public that I'm really excited about. Really, really looking forward to generating quite a bit more content in this exact same way, this exact same mode, mean. Uh, absolutely looking forward to that. Um, you know, the instructors were amazing. The live Q and A's were amazing. The marriage of, you know, having that uh, high quality content be timed and dropping on time on that date with uh, live interactive content, interactive panels and all that stuff. Uh, it was fantastic. So it really was a digital live event, which was pretty cool um, to be able to execute on that, man. The feedback we got was better than I thought. I was naturally worried because I was kind of like, Eh, you know, this is very, um, it's new. You know, even for me, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Sometimes I'm like, uh, it's going to be online. Like how important, like how, how great, how, you know, high quality can it be? Like how, you know, it can, it, if I'm not going in person, if I'm not banging with you, if I'm not shooting stuff, if I'm not pressing the flesh, you know, we're not getting some reps in. I kind of like, all right, well, let's see what kind of value you're going to give me. This live event, um, I believe, even for me, sitting down watching it really impressed me, I think, in large part because the levels of depth and wisdom and experience that the presenters have, really, you know, I did my part to try to bring up the rear, but like, you know, Mike Pannone, his background, his experience, you know, Marine Corps, Recon, you know, Green Beret, Delta Force, um, Air Marshals, uh, training to the plank holder, uh, one of the first guys building programs for one of the largest um, overseas contracting, military contracting companies in the game. Like, this, these guys just have, they have layers of wisdom and experience that, you know, a lot of people just don't have, you know. Craig Douglas, he's a man's man, he's a gentleman, he's dangerous a narcotics officer, you know, who's developed a whole entire kind of system, the Shiv Works brand and system, you know, fighting your enemy five feet and in. This is, like I always say, the Formula One of personal protection. This is 
no more room for error. This is, we're going as fast as you can go and your life depends on it, you know? Uh, Tony Blower, man, his, his portion really amazed me. The man's been in this industry and he's been teaching at the highest levels for longer than I've been alive. Um, so his understanding, the depth of understanding he has and the, um, the way he brings a synergy and a fusion to the science of what he's talking about. Like he understands the bio, the biology of it, the biochemistry of it. He understands the psychology behind it. He even understands what he's talking about on a philosophical level, you know? And, and he, he understands those things at a collegiate, like, um, grad, like, like, uh, he has like, he, he understands them at like a doctorate level, you know, with regards to his content on those levels. It's not just like, okay, you're going to get one dimension of the content he's talking about. You're going to get a lot of layers and dimensions and it's going to be a, his explanation is extremely holistic. And you only get that degree of understanding through time, service, and becoming intimate with your, your content, you know, both on an ideological level, but also, but also on a um, just experiential level. That's how you really, really get to know your stuff like that. So it's, it's crazy, you know, and then Jared Reston, I mean, he's got, he's been there, done that, got a t-shirt I don't ever want to get, got shot seven times, got struck in the face with a 45 caliber projectile and fought through that and shared his experience with us. Come on. You know, like you listen to all these guys talk over a weekend, you really do come out the other side as a more a healthier, uh, a smarter being, you know? And the advantage too with with um, it being a digital event, it's not like, oh, here and gone. It's not like, oh, we just did this event and now, uh, you know, it's over. It's like, no, you get to, you, you literally, we had a great time at the event and now we all go home and that's it. No, it's like, no, nah, we, we had a great event. We had a great time at the event and now um, you can stink and have it forever and you can go back and learn you can go back through all the gear lists that I talk about all the things that protectors carry that I talked about you can go back through all the stuff you can put together all the protocols you can put together your emergency management plan you know that you can do all those things you're not just solely dependent on your notes and if you miss the notes then you know you miss essentially your opportunity to um you miss your opportunity to really benefit from the knowledge. You know, it's like, maybe it's something of a question of whether or not you retain the knowledge, but I don't even know if that's fair because I don't really think any human can just uh, have something like that happen and then retain that knowledge like that. I don't, I don't think any of us really, like I think 90% of the time we're kidding ourselves and we're like, yeah, I went to this event and I learned so much and it was great. Like five, 10 years from now, how much of that information, information do you really, really, really uh, have do you still have like how much of it do you really are you really retaining you know that's the question and that's where I think this last uh, protector symposium 2.0 really pulled ahead you know so it's I'm so honored to be able to have made it made it available to you guys and I'm so honored to have it be stay available to you guys you can go and watch the replay right now Right now, you can go and download and watch the replay of all the modules at protectorsymposium.com. But don't think you're just going to walk in there and just download it and just be like, you know, and just be going and doing uh, and just and just watch it. And I'm telling you, you better make sure you got a day or two. You got to make sure you got like a bunch of night shifts in a row because it is a lot of content. I think every, oh, I know, because I developed it, every single one of the instructors developed a two-hour presentation, and then beyond that, a one-hour, two-hour presentation for everyone. And then a one-hour presentation for all the VIPs, so the high-level folks get a one-hour presentation, a standalone topic, just uh, a standalone course. And obviously, if you like that stuff, you love the Protector Nation because that's the first phase of rolling out the Protector Nation is the digital phase. We're coming at this from the digital realm, you know. So, ah, oh man, it was an amazing event. And uh, it's an honor to have anything to do. The other thing is, uh, let's see here. I just think now is the most 
relevant time for events like this because I think now in American culture, you know, it's interesting as I do my research, I see that actually the world is becoming safer and safer. Since about the 80s, the world has actually become safer and safer and safer. And I think it's because we're better at solving crimes and different things like that. But I think, too, what is also important is the nature of... This traffic's great. The nature of, of crimes changed. You know, the, the nature of things has changed. Now we're seeing riots and protests and uh, human a lot more human threat scenarios in places where, you know... It wasn't wrong to think that you could go to church and you'd be safe in church. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't wrong to think no one's going to attack me here. It wasn't wrong to be like, I'm going to a concert tonight. I can relax. I can leave my gun at home. I'm just going to have a good time. You know what I mean? Now, it's not unwise to feel conflicted about going to these places uh, based on the reality that you could get smoked there. You know what I mean? Like, based on the reality that s someone could blow up or open fire on you when you're in these places. You know, it's it's, it's not uh, it's not ridiculous anymore. You know, like, uh, and the civilians would be like, oh, stop being ridiculous. It's like, one, I knew it was just a matter of time anyway because it's just the way my brain works and I'm always, you know, I try to stay always ready. But two, you know, that whole, like, don't be ridiculous... No, it's not ridiculous. It happens, and, and it happened. You know, I remember one of my buddies read a statistic the other day, and he was telling me about it, and he's like, uh, he's like, the, uh, the uh, you know, it used to be, you used to be more, it used to be more likely that you'd get struck by lightning than that you would get, um, you know, that you would end up, that you could get shot by an active shooter. And it was like 2000, I want to say 17 or 18, and that completely changed. Now you have a decent chance. You have a, uh, the, the lightning thing is, is irrelevant. You know, you have a better, higher chance of actually being in an active shooter situation than you do of getting struck by lightning, which is, you know, it's, it's uh, sad. It's not the way, it, it shouldn't be that way. So with the Protect Your Nation thing, I think it's honorable, and that's why it's, I think it's gonna end up being really part of my life's work is because my whole, the whole premise, I think we need now more than ever for good people to really understand how to protect themselves. Good people now, you know, you're, you're gonna go to Disneyland with your kid? Cool. Does that mean you're gonna be safe because Disneyland has security? No, it doesn't. We all saw that video of the, the guy that decided to fight uh, a few people in Disneyland and he was, he was there for what was like 13 minutes. It was like 13 minutes with absolutely like no one coming to help. No police showing up, no Disneyland SWAT team that they always talk about popping, zip lining down from the sides of buildings, nothing. It was just, dude was there beating up multiple people, females and everything uh, before being told to leave. You know, asked to leave even. It wasn't even like he really even like, you know, it wasn't like he was taken away from the environment. They asked him nicely to leave and he walked. I believe he walked off. Uh, they got the police got him later, but yeah, so um, this is the world we live in, you know. So I think now more than ever, it's important that we, uh, as good people, have to ask ourselves this question, you know. If, we, if you can't defend yourself and your family, if you can't protect yourself and your family, you know, it's like, are you really good? I, I, I almost would like to redefine it. Yeah, 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 you you know, maybe give money to some great organizations and you, you know, wave at people when you drive by. But really, you know, in terms of your responsibilities to yourself and your loved ones, if you don't know how to protect them, are you really good? You know, I mean, especially if you're a man, I feel like you've been given the um, biological imperative to be able to stand for whatever it is you believe in. That's why you have the, 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 the naturally been given the strength. Men are the backbone of a society because, you know, opinions are great, but at the end of the day, all that really ends up mattering is whether you can take what they have or you can't. And it's the men in the society that make it so you can't take what they have. It's, it's that might, ultimately, ultimately might makes right. Ultimately might is what maintains order. A woman tells a man no, and he has to listen to her, 
because he knows that if she calls the cops, it, that might will make right. Like that the prevailing opinion of the stronger organizations in his environment are going to exact upon him justice and there will be nothing he can do about it because there's might. So ultimately, you know, your men are your your backbone of your society, your, you know, your strong people, your warriors, right? But that's a rabbit hole, that's something we can fight about later. But um, the reality now, I believe, is that, you know, there's a lot going on in our world and a lot we stand to lose based on a lot of ideological opposition we're facing in the world and especially in America. And so I think in a lot of levels right now is, is really the time for us to to do what we can from where we can uh, with what we have and start training ourselves on how we can become um, more and more able to defend ourselves, what it is we love and what it is we believe in, you know, as good people and make ourselves harder and harder and harder and harder targets. Um, and that's essentially what the protector nation, what the nation is going to be all about. Protector nation is going to be all about um, giving you the software first at first It'll be all about giving you the software to be to be able to understand how to be a harder target and less of a victim, you know. But then we're going to roll out our basic curriculum, our, our basic training packages. We're going to roll out our uh, protector uh, levels and things like that and start getting people qualified and qualified. And um, it's going to be really, really beautiful. It's going to be really beautiful to see good people. And I just live for the moment... I live for the moment when someone like stops a home invasion or stops a burglar, uh, uh, an armed robbery in like a 7-Eleven or stops something horrible from happening or active shooter gets, you know, uh, stopped. And it's because someone, you know, when they're, when they're, talking to the news reporters they're like hey what happened how'd you do da, 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 da. how'd you stop this then the next thing and it's you know what um and they say you know i learned you know I'm, I'm part of the protector nation the nation inside of this world the nation of protectors in this world that that protects people and you know our motto is to stay willing capable and prepared we want to be peaceful but not harmless like and, and then when they drop that i'm just gonna someday that's gonna happen and i'm just gonna be like Bangarang, baby, that's bangarang. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna be like, this is, this is what you do it for. This is amazing. This is what it's all about. You know. So uh, that day is coming, but uh, I know I have a lot of work to do to get us there, to get the nation there, to get that day to come. You know, um, and it's an honor. It's an honor to do that work, and I'm up. I'm up to it, and I can't wait to do it. You know, so. Uh, this is the week, you know, we just executed on the protector symposium. So I was kind of taking it easy too, uh, not chasing down a bunch of like, like chasing down content and chasing down content creators necessarily. Um, you know, if you're in the executive protection field or industry training day success packages, something I put together that, or you want to get into executive protection, my training day success package. I want to encourage you to join the League of Executive Protection Specialists. Uh, we're doing some amazing things. Um, and I can pretty much guarantee you that my training package will do more for you than any other training package, uh, executive protection centric training package or school, hands down. Uh, hands down. And I know I say that with all respect to all the other ones. If you um, want to qualify that, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com and uh, join me for a webinar and I'll explain to you exactly how I do that, how I know that's a fact and um, why that is, but I'm not going to make everyone else sit through listening to me talk about it because, I don't know, I, I, I'm not a big sales guy and I feel like I talk about it a lot, but I'm excited about it because it's really, it's a good thing and it's something that the industry hasn't seen before. If you know me, if you've been following me, by now you're probably starting to figure out that I am that guy who's all about doing something that the industry has never seen before. Like that moment in Gladiator, when Gladiator's talking to the slave master and he's like, you know, basically he's like, 
I wasn't the best because I killed quickly. I was the best because the crowd loved me. Win the crown, you win your freedom. That's the game. For me, everything's about freedom. You know, why everything's about freedom and freedom is about getting the space, acquiring the power to get to freedom and then acquiring the space within that freedom. You know, when you get there, you have two things. You have ability, power, options, and you have the freedom, the space. So you have the ability to do things and you have the time and the, the openness to do things. And so uh, for me, this whole kind of everything I'm trying, trying to create is, 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 is very contribution centric, you know, cause I've never been very amazing. You know, I've never been very like good. I've never been like the best or the sexiest or the tallest. I like still barely like, don't even really have a six pack. Like I've always been like, like a leg of like a B, B or maybe a B plus on a good day type type of dude like maybe a B minus most most of the time right um, so I've always kind of had to figure out like how can you make a contribution you know you're so mediocre so you know I've found ways to bring other people in to bring other kings in and bring other people in and create a synergizing effect it's just kind of who I am and what I've always done so that's what a lot of this stuff really, really kind of is, you know? But through that and the, the ultimate goal of it, you know, you know, is really to acquire freedom. And freedom only comes to you when you have a certain amount of power. You didn't have power enough to create that freedom, power enough to protect that freedom. But ultimately what those things ultimately come, come to you for is for you to take that power and ability and freedom to do and power to do and uh, make another higher contribution. Because in order to be the man, you gotta be the man. So when you're the man who has time freedom, financial freedom, all these different types of freedoms, then you uh, are that person and you can then make a, a contribution on a higher level. So it's like, you have these different types of freedoms, you've climbed this far, you are this strong, and then you can make a contribution on a higher level because you've become that person on that higher level, on that in that stronger state. From the state you were at when you began, you just can't, you know, and you just couldn't. You know, and it's like, it's very interesting because it's so cyclical because the reason you started was because you didn't have, I would say when you started, you probably had a lot of freedom. You probably had nothing but freedom and nothing but potential. You probably were on your mom's couch or wherever you were in life and you probably were able to do most pretty much whatever you wanted and you got to a point where you're like, if I just keep doing whatever I want, I'm not gonna become anything valuable and I'm not gonna do anything valuable, you know what I mean? So then in order to acquire power, in order to acquire what it is you need in your life uh, and potency, you have to give some of that up. And then when you give some of that freedom up, you go into this like kind of journey of creating yourself and finding yourself. You know, a lot, some people describe it just as, oh, I need to go find myself or I need to go, you know, I say creating yourself and finding yourself really end up being the same thing when you really get on that path. And I think everyone is motivated by different things and, and, and wants to do different things for different reasons. You know, for me, freedom is like the ultimate, right? So for you, it might be something different. Freedom and contribution to me are the ultimate. Uh, the ultimate energies, the ultimate things worth fighting for and all those different things, you know, because ultimately I am so hyper aware that I'm gonna die and I'm even hyper aware that I could die right now at any moment. Uh, and so that, that drives me, that fear, that reality, that realization, that all that stuff drives me every single day to be like ultra intimate with that truth. But then uh, through the intimacy with that truth to be like, I better do some cool stuff today and I better try as hard as I can. I better make some contributions. If I die in a car accident right now, um, I want to make sure that I, I um, you know, my life was worth it. You know, like I was as ready as I could be, right? Um, so that's always the that's always kind of the goal with me uh, and the way that I work. Um, but I say all that to say, man, you got to figure out what works for you, and you're not gonna 
uh, just you're not gonna just magically arrive at this place in life where you understand these things about yourself where you understand your purpose you're not gonna just magically arrive in a place where you understand like because you know I was a life coach for a number of years and I did that dance and um, studied a lot of psychology and I, I, I would always try to help guys find purpose and I'd always be like hey man so what's your purpose and they would just not know like genuinely not know like genuinely be genuinely stomped and genuinely be like I don't know Byron and I'd be like okay 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 well we can do anything so we're gonna figure it out and like this is really important it's one of the most important things in life so we're gonna go ahead and get after it you know um And we would go on these journeys and sometimes it worked. Sometimes they'd give up too soon. But what I learned is that fear, going exotic today with the gum, you know what I'm saying? Exotic sandwich gum, you know what I'm saying? I got my, it's one of my weekend gums, you know? I got my during the week gums. Today we're going exotic, this bad boy right here. Living life on the wild side. Watermelon tropical fruit. I like gum. Even when I'm even when I'm presenting. Alright. So anyways, get a little dopamine there. Um I started to realize that you know you don't just get to have purpose. And this is one that a lot of people just you know, well, it's all this bull crap motivational stuff out here. It's like, oh, you just, you know, like, love yourself and, like, have your purpose and do your passions and, like, it's just really important for you to, like, if you're not living with passion, you're not even living and you just love you for you and there's such bull crap out here. It's just such bull crap. It's powerless. It's like, it's like, it's like modern, anyways, let me not get too crazy with you guys, but anyway, so people just wouldn't know their purpose and I'd be like well what is it we gotta figure it out and what, what I learned from working with people is you don't just get to know it you don't just get to like dig really deep and close your eyes and think about what's the one thing you could do forever that you would just love and then let that love make you do it every day this is so superficial you know it's so What's it? It's like, it's such speculation about what it really takes to make it, you know? Like, it's a great theory. It briefs well. Uh, it sounds really cool. People will believe that crap, you know? But the reality of the game is you have to court purpose. You have to date purpose. You have to tease purpose out. You have to understand yourself so well in order to arrive at purpose. You have to understand the synergy of yourself, your preferences, your abilities, married to the reality of how hard the work is, what type of work it is. You need to understand what you hate most of all. You need to understand what you're not willing to do, but you gotta be willing to do it for a while. You know, you gotta understand so much stuff that it's just like, there's no way you, and the reality of the situation is, it's like if someone showed me the protector nation or showed me these dreams I have now at the beginning of my journey, I almost definitely would have thought it was stupid and I couldn't do it, you know? But the journey helps you become good enough to become the man. In order to be the man, you gotta be the man. I love that saying. The journey helps you become the man who understands enough about himself and has developed enough strength and enough abilities within himself to be able to execute on these things any stinking ways. Does that make sense? So like before and without the journey, you, I could never arrive at such a high quality purpose in life. And I'm just sharing this with you guys just to be, you know, trying to help you guys uh, get to the spot, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to help you guys better your own lives, man. I'm not trying to talk about myself. I just, I can give you is my experience, right? Like, so you do what you want with it. Bruce Lee, it absorb what's useful, disregard what's useless. Add what is essentially your own, right? If you've been listening to me any period of time, you know I was going to say that. But I'm just saying, like, this is what's helped me 
you know, this dyslexic, freaking ADD, uh, TBI having, traumatic brain injury having, still can't read, write that good, spelling, dude, to get some progress in life and have some success in life, that's at least exciting enough to me to make me want to share it with you. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be vulnerable in front of you and hopefully maybe you'll learn some stuff or I'll give you something that can help your life and help you become more authentic, you know? Because I really believe that's how we can really make this world uh, quite a bit better Um, is by helping people really become their higher selves and walking in that. But anyway, I say all that to say, um, you're not going to just pick your purpose. You're not going to just close your eyes and rub your fingers together and then all of a sudden be a purposeful uh, person who's on his purpose, her purpose in such a meaningful way that you get up early without an alarm clock and you and you, and you you smash it and you get after it and you can't wait to get after it and, and do all this stuff. You're not going to just be that person. It doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Uh, that comes from hard work and learning and developing and learning and developing and becoming yourself uh, while creating yourself and learning who you are and developing uh, deliberately into who you want to be. It comes from a lot of deliberation and consistency. It comes from me first going, hey, you know, I think I'll, this Amway thing seems really cool, you know, not knowing I've been around forever. I mean, like, I'm going to I'm gonna do this. This is like freedom money, like the way this, you know, like eating that and, and, and believing in that dream hook, line, and sinker. And then doing like nine different companies since then, all of which completely failed and all of which we're, 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 we're in that same type of space and all of which were so centric to that idea in that way and like trying to fit the circle in the square, circle in the square. And then learning each and every time from each and every one, what ones work, which ones don't work, what I do like, what I don't like, what I want, what I don't want, you know, and, and learning how to play that game and work all that stuff to the point where then, you know, trying to put together different types of businesses and having them all fail and then eventually being kind of like, okay, well, you know, this is the exact type of business model that works for me. This is the exact type of business I want. This is the, you know what I mean? Like if I was going to create something that was ideal and something that I could really be in love with, this is what it really looks like. Like, like without those failures, I would have had no idea, you know? So I say all that to say, man, this path thing is very, very, very important. And in terms of like really actually making your your actual life better, um, this is the game. This is what you gotta figure out. And you're not just gonna get it by thinking happy thoughts. You're only ever gonna get it by legitimately uh, working towards it by doing the things you fear on on a daily basis and doing the things you fear until the death of fear is certain, doing the things you fear uh, because those are the things that will develop you the fastest. Um, If you want to grow in one day, you have to do the things you fear. Like fear, honestly and genuinely, becomes a target indicator is what it ends up being. You end up, you start to get yourself to a place where you're like, I'm afraid. I need to go do this, you know. And through your fears, you can also find your passions. Through your fears, you can find the things that uh, mean the most to you. Because when you get them done, what ends up happening is you build a stronger self-concept, a stronger uh, personal identity. And that is what makes all the difference. Because you can't outperform your perspective. You can't outperform your perception. You can't outperform, um, you can't outperform what you can see. But the thing is, you will not let yourself see anything beyond what you believe you can achieve. Does that make sense? So like, The reason you have to become stronger on an individual level consistently and all the time is because you literally, you literally will stop yourself. Like, you will literally, like, like, 
you just won't believe you can achieve anything beyond what you think you're capable of, which you have no idea what you're capable of. Because remember, you haven't been on that path of creating yourself and seeking yourself and strengthening yourself by working on yourself, probably like most people. Um, so if you don't believe you're, you're, you're capable of it, you won't be motivated enough to try it. You're just like, oh, I can't do that. And then you just accept it. And then you just stay stuck, you know? So I find that a lot of life turns into this like, well, where do I start? Like, how can I get myself to even conceptualize the belief or even entertain the belief that I can achieve any of this crazy stuff? You know, I hear is more of that self-help bull crap was like, aim for the moon because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. And it's like, you're an idiot. Like, like it's, I don't know, like, forgive me, but I sit there and I'm just like, negative. If you miss, you freaking miss. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, yes. Uh, which is the way I roll. Like, I never lose anymore, ever. Like, it's just a completely, I never, ever lose anymore. I'm always gaining something, I'm gaining information. Even if I win, to me, it still is like almost nothing. It almost means nothing because for me, I've learned to value the information I get from the altercation. I, get, I value the information I get from the freaking combat engagement with life. It, to me, is almost more important than the wins and losses, you know? I'm like paying attention to that way more because that makes me more, more, uh, more, more accurate. And the more accurate I become, the more powerful I become because the more accurate you are in reality, the more you can, you can directly impact reality and change reality and deliberately change reality, you know? So I very frequently, I don't even really get too crazy about the wins and losses. I just know I'm only good as my next move. And thank God now that I did that last one, I know a little bit more about how to be impactful with this next one. And so I'm on my next move already, you know? And that's, 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 I believe there's some tartar sauce in there, y'all. Um, but this whole like, you know, aim high. And if you're not afraid of your goals, it's not even a big goal. It's not a good enough goal. It's like, mm, I kind of am the opposite. I believe that, um, consistency is a fortress. Consistency is a fortress. Um, progress equals happiness. Tony Robbins up in that, you know, put some Tony Robbins on that. I believe that if you can just make a little bit of progress every day, just a little bit, you can little, you can, you can tortoise that joint, man. You can, you can, you can turtle tortoise it. Like you just, you just gotta be the tortoise. You ain't gotta be the hare, man, you know? So if every single day you're not that smart, not that sexy, not that in shape, but can just keep on moving and keep on taking a step like me, you just can eventually arrive at a place where you have uh, synergistic momentum at your back. And people are like, well, how'd you get here? And it's like, guys, there's 1,800,000 freaking battles and steps put me in this position by the grace of God. Overnight success takes 10 years. It's a true statement. But, you know, you gotta go. This is where it all starts. So I say with regards to goals, set, set smart goals, man. Make sure them joints are specific and measurable and attainable. You know, like, look up smart goal setting. It's there. But I'm just saying, make sure they're small. Set a goal that you can get done by tonight. Tomorrow, set another goal that you can get done by tonight and make it be in the direction of something that's exciting to you. And you just set this little goal and you, you start to realize after a while, it's like, you know what? The goal is tight. It's really cool. But... What really excites me, like if I'm, if I'm 300 pounds and I want to get down to like, you know, 230, it's like the goal is ultra exciting, you know, having that Instagram body is exciting. But you'll see when you're at 297, four days later, you're going to be like, this is kind of tight. I feel good. Shoot. Being fat's harder than, 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 than how hard I'm working to lose the weight. Feeling miserable and insecure and getting treated like crap is worse than just having the discipline it's taken to get this weight off. You're gonna start to when you're when you're at, when you're at two two eighty, you're gonna be like, yo, I lost twenty mother jumping pounds, pimpin'. You're gonna be thinking you already you and you're already sexy in your mind already right there. You're already like strutting around because you're sexy now. You know what I'm saying, but like, you lost twenty pounds. The progress of this, you start to realize is really valuable. 
because what ends up being most important is who you're becoming on the journey. You start to realize that every day you're climbing the mountain starts to be this beautiful exchange with life. That's just so valuable and so gorgeous and so freaking gratifying to who you truly are. And so the game ends up not even the enjoyment of the whole game, the whole thing, the jumpy joint, as we say, ends up not even being about getting there because the beauty of that is you're becoming the man on that road. But like, it really starts to be like, man, I'm in love with this way of life. I'm in love with who I'm becoming. I'm in love with the results I'm getting. I'm in love with the reality of me. I'm in love with, it's like, it's like, and then, and then next thing you know, you're down to like, you know, you're down to like 270 and you're really looking good now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, I mean, and, and, and it's just like every night you go to bed and you're like a, a pound down or a half pound down or a quarter pound down. You get to look in the mirror. You get to respect yourself. You need. You get to be like, I'm doing it. So a lot of people don't start because they're like, oh, I'm so scared of failing. It's like you're missing the equation, guys. Like you're not even... I mean, failing happens, but it's part of the blueprint. It's an organic occurrence. It must happen. It's Tuesday in the game of achievement. Like, you need to fail so you can become more accurate. You need to fail so you can understand what ex exactly we're doing. You need to fail uh, so you can learn. Like, you got to learn all the hard lessons, too, you know. Uh, you got to learn how to be accurate, and it requires failure, you know. But, but that's the least of your – that's not even a problem, you know. The cool thing is who you're becoming on the road becomes so gratifying to your self-concept and your identity and who you are that the payoff, the emotional payoff from that heavily outweighs any of the failing stuff. And then, the, and then, but from the beginning, the fear of failing and the fear of rejection and all those other fears are uh, genuinely scary. They're genuinely scary. Fear of people looking at you and laughing at you. You know, but once you get on the road and you, you start getting some struggle credentials and you know who you are and you know what you're capable of and blah, 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 you don't care. You don't care because you're not living for those things and those people because what you earn on the road and what you earn in the crucible of life in the gym for yourself, no one can take from you. You'll find that no person can, no external force can walk up and be like, you're you're just arrogant. You're just, you're just, uh, you're, uh, you're a narcissist. It's like, you're, a, like, you don't know me. Like, I know me now. I've been working on me. I know me. I know I'm not, you know? When you know you who you are, it's like, no, like, people talk about haters. People that are concerned with their haters and people that let their haters impact them are just, I'm genuinely convinced, they're just really not that on the path. Like, they're really not that, like, they're really not, like, because, because, like, a hater pops in my jibby right now, and I'm like, oh, like, literally, like, what goes through my head is, you're cute, like, that's... Or what goes through my mind is that's too bad. Like, you're totally missing it. Like, you're totally missing it. You're missing me. And then I'm like, I don't want to go through the work to try to wake, like, help you. And then I'm like, I don't have time for that. And then I'm like, you're probably not even at a place. The fact that you're doing this or acting like this or saying this is, is proof that you're not even at a place to be able to receive what I would, how I would try to give you information to help you grow up anyways. Then, and then, I, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, haters don't matter. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on my purpose, I'm pushing and I'm on my purpose. That's what matters. That progress is what matters. Progress equals happiness. That's what matters. You know, and that's where you want to stay, man. Can you kill your clone? Little Tom Chiron, man. Can you kill the, your clone of yesterday? If you and you from yesterday got in a fight, who'd win? This is where happiness, happiness can't be pursued. It must ensue. It must, is the result of right action as, as one of my, one of my favorite psychotherapists, uh, Viktor Frankl, the creator of Logotherapy would say, you know, happiness is, is the result of right action. It must ensue, it cannot be pursued. You know, and then there's, there's, uh, you know, I mean, so it's kind of where people get stuck. And they're like, well, this is all great, Byron, you know, like, set this plane down, where do I start? And I believe, by the way, this is the most righteous endeavor of your life, this is the most righteous battle you'll ever be faced with or fight you'll have to fight is, is answering these questions I'm talking about. 
and getting into this battle that I'm talking about because this is why you were put on here on the planet. This is more important than everything. And everything good uh, in your life will ultimately come out of and be affected by your ability to win or lose the, the fight for purpose and why you were sent to the planet. That's a whole nother video. I won't go too deep down that rabbit hole. I wanna give you one more piece and uh, one more consideration uh, before I close this out. So where do you start? You know, I think you have to honor the reality that you need to pick something that you don't know if you're gonna love it or not. But you, you think it could be your purpose. And you can find something you're passionate about that you love, or you can find something that you absolutely hate because both of those energies, love and hate, are, are passion. They have passion in them. You know, you can pick something you hate and you can do something to solve, stop that injustice or, you know, somewhere around your loves and your hates, you find these things, right? Or if you're like me, who's not necessarily particularly motivated by uh, 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 passionate stuff like love and hate and all these things on the surface, then you can find something that could give you what you want. And for me, uh, I was looking at businesses that could give me freedom. What types of business models could give me freedom? And I went and I got involved in those types of business models. Um, and on that journey, I also learned a bunch of specific sets of tools that helped me be able to do things in my industry that other people that have been just doing what most people do in my industry for their entire lives um, weren't conditioned to do, you know? Uh, so, it's like getting another graduate degree, really. Um, so, you gotta remember this, that your ultimate success will be a result of the compounding and synergistic effect of your entire path. So you're going on a path. Getting better is not gonna be a one trick, it's not gonna be a move, it's not gonna be a hack, it's not gonna be something you Googled. Getting what you want out of this life is gonna be a campaign. It's gonna be a consistent, relentless, drawn out campaign it's a campaign but don't feel bad about that you're gonna fall in love with the campaign on the way so back to where do you start you know you start with at a few things you start one by figuring out what you think you want thinking about the direction you want to go in and thinking about the realization of where you're gonna end up if, if you don't go that way you want to use push-pull motivation you want to be running from what you fear, the reality of what's gonna happen if you continue living the life the way you're living it. And you wanna, and that's a whole nother, there's a whole nother podcast, I'm just gonna set this here. You wanna be using push-pull motivation, so running from what you fear, running to what you want and what you love, find a topic in there, in that area, and then realize that if you see what I see, you'll do what I do and you can have what I have. Realize that you can tell the measure of a man by the measure of his problems, and then start to find information, audiobooks, because remember, you can't outperform your perspective, you can't outperform your self-concept, you can't outperform, you can't outperform the sophistication of the tools by which you're doing life. So if you want a higher quality life, you need to make higher quality decisions. If you want to make higher quality decisions, you need higher quality information. So then seek wisdom through audiobooks, maybe some YouTube info. Consistently seek information, buy information that's going to help you invest in helping yourself see higher, do higher, perform higher, know higher by investing in information that's gonna help you. You want the problems that you're facing on your journey, especially in the beginning, to just look like, you need to listen to people who have crushed what it is you want. You need to listen to people who, the problem that you're facing in your life is like nothing, like, it's like nothing to give you perspective, you know? So you need to really, Seek information that's gonna get you there and realize progress equals happiness. And the more you learn about it, you're, you're learning about it, you're getting on the path. But don't kid yourself like so many do and think that because you got an audiobook and you're learning about it, you're doing something. Faith without works is dead. And it's impossible to please the Father without faith. So if you're not taking action, do you really believe? Do you really even have faith? Or is it hope? What is that, you know? So. Get some information. And if you want, you can come up with a plan, write it down. That works for some people. For me, what really works is I hold the vision in my mind 
And every day, I make one little step towards it. I make another little step towards it. And another little step towards it. And another little step towards it. So every day I have a present purpose I'm working on, working on my present purpose that's getting me closer to a destiny, right? That's getting me closer to a long-term, long-range goal. But for starters, guys, come up with your goals. And these goals need to be a daily, today by the end of the day, three things you can do to move you closer to your jumpy. Maybe one thing you can do to move you closer to your jumpy. But every day you've got to be moving you closer to your jumpy. That's the whole, that is the discipline. That is the way, okay? And you need habits that are going to reinforce that. And then you need information that's going to help you make higher quality decisions concerning that. Man, it hurts when you look at the front of your line and you realize that you guys are all going 10 minute miles under the speed limit because there's one little hatchback car up there. God bless them. Oh, so painful. So I want to encourage you guys to think about that, you know, protect your nation. We're going to be giving you guys some really good stuff here moving up in the future. We've got a whole bunch of really good stuff coming and we're really excited about it. And, um, we're gonna literally change the world. We're gonna make it safer by helping good people become more dangerous. That's gonna happen. So keep your eyes on protectyournation.com. Follow me on the Protect Your Nation Instagram and all those things. But on top of that, um, I want you to find your per and, and if you're looking to get into executive protection or you're in executive protection and you wanna rebrand yourself or you want a network of private security professionals, we're growing one, we're growing like one to two every other day. It's like three, four, five a week. So we're, we're gaining a lot of momentum. We've been open almost eh, better part of a year now. And we've already got about almost 200 uh, protectors in our network. Uh, and so this is, you know, it's happening quickly. But these are actively in our network that are actively networking and actively doing things. So um, if you want to join a network that's going to be able to really help you during your career, get a certificate that's internationally recognized already, join me in the classroom at executiveprotectiontrainingday.com and just stay plugged in. I make these videos because I love you guys. I make this podcast because I love you guys. I generate this content because I love you guys. Looking forward to rolling out the Protector Nation and all this stuff for you guys because I love you guys. And um, I want you to find your purpose. I want you to live with passion so you can reach your destiny. I'll see you all on the next one. Out. Boom! Boom. Yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, you'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, that helps, that helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.